Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. The Seattle area media had a chance to talk to Pete Carroll on Monday following that brutal loss to the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. Pete Carroll had a chance to look at the film and maybe have a better idea on how to answer particular questions. Coach Carroll talked about player performances from the Titans game, as well as the offensive struggles in the second half. Starting off on the defensive side of the ball, Coach Carroll talked about what he thought about the performance of starting cornerbacks Trey Flowers and DJ Reed on Sunday. Well, they, you know, they managed through the game. Um, I didn't like the big post route. You know, that was a safety help as well. But, um, you know, for the most part, you know, we, we got beat on a double move one time with, uh, with Trey. Didn't look good, but uh, they, you know, they, they're hanging in there. They're, they're battling. We mixed a lot of different coverages and a lot of different stuff that they did. Um, they were involved with run support quite a bit, too, uh, in the game, we were, like the one on the big play we missed. But, um, you know, they're battling. And for the uninitiated, when Pete Carroll talks about players battling, it means they have improvement that they need to make. So when you hear that word, think that they can do better. Carroll was more bullish on Al Wood's performance. Good old thigh arms finished with seven tackles and a sack. Al played a terrific football game. Um, you know, there was a, a ton of plays he was involved with, not just making the tackle, but contributing to the blocking scheme and keeping linebackers free and all. He had a lot of uh, responsibility in that yesterday, and he really held the line of scrimmage great, uh, pushed the pocket well, had a great sack for us, and was a factor um, you know, pushing the middle in, in uh, some of the pass rushes that other guys had success on. So um, he, he just played a really good football game. He had to play a lot of plays yesterday uh, with Brian not there. I think uh, he and Puna both played 60-something plays, you know, and, and that's a lot of plays for those guys to play, and, and uh, um, we miss Brian. Speaking of thigh arms, we already recorded the latest episode of 3 In, 3 Out. If you want to get a preview of it, it, it'll be here on the Field Goals feed a little bit later. But if you go over to YouTube and the Seahawkers podcast channel on YouTube, you can catch the video there and uh, get a little preview if, you, if, if it's not showing up in your feed already. But flipping over to the offensive side of the football, Coach Carroll talked about at length about the offensive failures, blaming the team's inability to establish the run as one of the sources of the team's problems in the second half. It was really obvious that the rest of the game was just a slugfest you know, for us on defense. And offensively, you know, what was obvious is that we never really found the rhythm because we scored so so quickly in the first half when we needed the running game that needed to be developed during the course of the game. We didn't have it. And so we, you know, we just didn't didn't finish the game the way I would love to have finished that thing because we had a chance to, to hold it and, and uh, work the football. And so all, all of those things that kind of seemed clear coming out were pretty obvious watching the film. And, and uh, there was a game to be won there, you know, and we, that's why it was, you know, it's, it's a real disappointment to, to let them get away with it. You know, are you frustrated that, that you know, that you're having success, you know, in, in, in whatever way it is? No. Um, but there's, you know, there's a price to pay somewhat when you haven't run the ball with, with, with any uh, real consistency and had to rely on it to develop and, and uh, to count on it, know the plays that you need to go to and the schemes that are really hitting it and, and, and all of that. So, um, and, and also, you know, you get, you get drawn to it that and maybe that's why Russ was, was so aggressive with the ball late. You know, we had hit some really big plays and they had some good opportunities and the guys are coming through and making the plays for him. So he's, he's giving them a chance, you know, the ball he threw to Tyler, the first one in overtime was a phenomenal throw. We're just a hair out of bounds, you know, but it was a phenomenal throw and Tyler was up there to catch the ball. If he'd been in bounds, I bet he caught that ball, you know, and, and, uh, so 
it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a trap in, in that regard. But um, certainly, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't change the success you know that we were having. And so, you know, the, the, we we didn't have the ball that much because we we scored so so quickly. You know, the five yard sequence there, the two minute sequence is totally different than everything else. And then, uh, you know, three other big shots. You know, and so just the way it went, and, and we weren't complaining about it. We just just the way the game turned out. We I wish we would have got in, got into the rhythm in the third quarter, you know, in, in hopes of, you know, being ready for the, the to finish it well. And this would be my question for Pete Carroll: If you recognize that the game is going in a way that you you can't find that rhythm on the ground that you'd really like, like if you are scoring too quickly in the first half and you know it's you just know the ground game is not going to be there in the second half because of it. If if it's that obvious then I don't understand why they don't go to more of a quick passing game in the second half. Because like he's saying, it's hard to complain when you are scoring too quickly because putting points up on the board, you want to be up two scores in the second half. And that way you you are able to either put the ball on the ground or like they did at that final drive right before halftime. They did a lot of passing, but then what they did was they ran Alex Collins up the middle once they had been going to either side of the football field. So I think they can kind of get the rhythm in the run game that way if they are able to to really generate the type of flow on offense with the quick passing game. I don't know why they don't do it. I hope that doesn't mean that they try and shift to really pounding it on the ground and then going back to the formula of, you know, trying to win it in the final moments of the game. I, I suppose there's multiple ways to win. I just, I like having the lead and expecting, having that expectation that the defense can get the job done. But we did talk about the defense already, so let's stay with the quarterback because Pete Carroll was also critical of Russell Wilson's late-game decision-making. There was a couple problems that we had. Uh, you know, when Russ, Russ had an early snap that messed the timing up on a route, and we, you know, there was a couple things that, that didn't allow us to function. We didn't function as well down the stretch, you know, and that's what I was really disappointed with. Um, but uh, the last sequence, you know, he was very aggressive with, his, with, with the shots we took. And as we look back, we would say, okay, let's dump the ball off, you know, because we didn't convert on him. But um, he was, had been successful being really aggressive in the game. And, uh, you know, he was trying to just keep going, keep pushing it. But So uh, I wish he would have, you know, been able to keep us moving uh, with a couple checkdowns late in the game, um, in the overtime in particular. Um, but we were, you know, we were playing with confidence. We were going after it. And um, he tried to take advantage of it. Wrapping up his critiques, Coach Carroll was asked about the near absence of the Seahawks tight end core against the Titans. We had some calls and some opportunities and the ball just didn't go there. And it just kind of turned out that way. And that was not by design in the plan. Um, we just didn't get to him. You know, there just wasn't that many plays that, that, that allowed us to have the time to really develop it. So, But, you know, it's, um, that's not a big worry. If we're having success, we, we don't care who's getting the ball. It's not, not that uh, has nothing to do with that. We're going to close this out with the receiving game and moving on to the Seahawks, two superstar receivers. Carroll gave an update on DK Metcalf's health and spoke about his slow start to the season. I, I saw DK. He said he was, he felt fine. That's, that's all I know so far. We, we don't have him on the report at this point. Um, well, I think he, you know, he was trying really hard early and, uh, and it was uh, happening in both games where he's really trying to set the tempo and try to find his, you know, the competitive uh, makeup of the game and, and, uh, he he needed to calm down a little bit. He was trying a little trying too hard, but he was just you know 
really working hard. I mean, really working hard. And I mean, sometimes it, it you know, it, it goes too far. Um, he had the two holes on the on the perimeter screens, and 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 uh, those were important plays to us. Um, he was, you know, he was really mauling the guy. He was blocking, and just went too far. There has been a lot of negativity, so let's end on a high note because Tyler Lockett in this game, Tyler Lockett in the previous game, Coach Carroll was asked about it, and he had some praise for the absolute tear that Tyler Lockett has been on to start this season. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular. Um, really uh you know he's been able to do all of the things that you know we would hope to see him do uh finding ways to get behind the secondary and 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 also just making real consistent catches too uh, underneath he's he's just been available for us um uh, really solidly and so he's off to a great start um that's really good for us you know and whenever either one of the guys gets gets hot it makes a difference for the other guy and it'll help us out uh, with getting the ball to dk and getting the ball to tight ends which which didn't happen in this game but um Shoot, he's doing everything we're asking of him right now. He's doing great. That's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. As I mentioned before, it is three in, three out release day. So watch for that a little bit later in your podcast feed. And so that is where you will hear me and Clinton Bonner coming up next. So until then, go Hawks. Hawks.